You are listening to the Girl Gone CEO Podcast, Episode 2. Welcome to the Girl Gone CEO Podcast, where you'll learn tips on how to grow and manage your business. So sit back, get ready, and please welcome your host, Dana Nicole. Welcome to today's episode of Girl Gone CEO. Today we're going to be talking about Instagram and we're going to be talking about one strategy in particular that you can use to grow your Instagram or to get your brand message out there. And it's a strategy that I don't come across when I read articles on how you can grow your Instagram. It's actually something that I kind of stumbled upon myself and thought, hey, this is a really great idea. And this has been one of the biggest ways that I've been able to get my photos out there and to get people coming back to my Instagram page. And I wanted to share that strategy with you today. This strategy of mine was featured on the sitsgirls.com, which is a huge online community in the blogging world. So I'll be totally honest with you. Instagram for me is one of the most frustrating yet my most loved platform. I love it because I love to create. I like to be creative and I just love photography and Instagram allows me to take fun photos and to interact with so many great people. But then at the same time, it always feels like your reach and your impressions are just going down and that every week you're getting less and less likes on your photos. Sometimes it can feel like Instagram is your full-time job and that's how I explain it to people who aren't on Instagram and don't understand how much energy and time it takes to run an Instagram account and a successful one. A lot of people when I talk to them don't understand that lots of people put in hours a day of Instagramming and that's just liking everyone else's photos, commenting, interacting and also planning their own content for their own feed. So a lot goes into it and when you're not seeing the results it's really frustrating and I totally get that. I have taken so many Instagram courses. I've read so many articles and talked to so many people and tried just about everything. At this point, I've found one strategy that has just worked the best for me to grow my account and to get my photos noticed. It was something that I did several months ago and I'm still seeing the effects from it. I was able to have a photo go viral because of it and it'll put you in front of targeted followers. Um, By that I just mean that you're going to be right in front of those people who you would like to be following your own account. It wasn't hard at all to do and you don't need a ton of followers to try something out like this. So before I get started and dive right into what my big secret is, um, let's talk about some other strategies that you can use first. So of course with Instagram, the one thing that you want to be using is your hashtags. And you want to make sure that you're using hashtags for your photos that have around 200,000 or less photos per hashtag. Um, The less is better because then that means you're not going to be competing with as many people. If you choose a hashtag that's really popular and has over a million photos that go along with it, your photo is going to get lost in the mix pretty quickly and people aren't going to see it. You want to be using hashtags that relate to your niche or relate to your photo. For example, if you have a creative business account, you could use the hashtag created to create. And if you're looking to do hashtag research and you want to find out more hashtags that you could use, what you can do is you can search the hashtag that you're thinking of using on the Instagram app. And when you search it right underneath, it'll say a list of related hashtags. And so that's a really great way to find new hashtags for your photos. 
You also want to make sure that you're not just going on Instagram to post your photo. It should be something where you're going and you're actually interacting with those you follow and those who follow you. And that's the main thing because if you're not interacting with them, Instagram is going to start hiding your content and it won't show it to as many people because you haven't built those reciprocal connections with people. Regardless if you're following them or they're following you or what what the relationship is, you need to still be active on the platform. I have one friend on Instagram and she has almost 10,000 followers and she gets about 1,500 likes per photo and that is a killer engagement rate most people when they have around that many followers about 10,000 they'll get like 300 to 500 likes which is really good some get more some get less but she has a really high engagement rate and I messaged her and I was like what are you doing to get this engagement rate how do you get so many likes on your photo what she told me is that she interacts with people all the time on Instagram and I asked her well how much time do you spend are you spending hours a day and she said no sometimes I'm spending only five minutes a day just going through my feed liking things and commenting on things here and there but because she's spent so much time doing that she's built up relationships with all of her followers so that her posts are always being shown in their feeds now I also tend to notice that people who utilize the story feature have really good engagement on their accounts as well. Instagram obviously has it there for a reason. They want you to use it. So you can now add hashtags into your stories and what I'll do is I'll add in about five to ten hashtags and I'll pinch them down like I'll shrink the text so it's really small and put it in the corner so it's not obstructing the view of my story and then I'll add that and from that I'll get maybe 20 extra people that watch my story and potentially get directed to my Instagram account. So those are just a few strategies for Instagram for those of you who need a really quick catch up on some different things that you can do but we're not going to be talking about all the different strategies because there are a lot out there. I'm going to be talking about one that I have found that works really well. I remember trying so hard about six months ago to get featured by big accounts. To get featured by a big account, you use either their hashtag or you'll tag the account in your photo in hopes that they'll see your photo and repost it onto their account and hopefully give you credit for it, which they should, and then drive traffic over to your own Instagram account. So I was trying over and over to get noticed by these bigger accounts. I was posting really good photos um, and I would use all of their hashtags and I would tag them in my photo time after time again. But because these were such big accounts, there were literally hundreds of thousands of other people trying to get the same thing. I just felt like they weren't seeing my photos because I was getting no mentions out of it, no features. And I thought there has to be a better way to do this. I thought to myself, how can I get my photos noticed? Do I need to have more people liking it so that it goes in the top posts and that they can see it? Or do I need to get a bunch of people commenting on it? And I tried everything and it just wasn't, they weren't getting noticed. And so finally one day it kind of hit me. I thought to myself, instead of trying so hard to get these accounts to notice me and to regram my photo, I just need to approach them directly and ask if I can take over the account, which will mean that my photos will be getting posted on their account regardless. This would enable me to get in front of potentially hundreds of thousands of targeted followers that I would want to be seeing my content and I'd be able to leverage their current following in order to drive traffic to my own account and my own website. And an account takeover is basically where you run or manage someone else's Instagram account for a certain period of time. Doing so will expose you to their followers 
as well as you'll be able to feature your photos on someone else's account and you'll have the chance of bringing in a lot of traffic to your own account. So now let me explain to you exactly how I did this and how it benefited me. Prior to blogging about business tips and branding and marketing, I did more travel because I was traveling around a lot and I kind of wanted to be in the travel space. And so at the time I was posting tons of travel photos and like I said, they weren't getting noticed, they weren't getting picked up by anyone and I was just feeling defeated. So I decided to reach out to some local travel companies and ask them if I could take over their account for the day and if I could tour them around some nearby cities. At the time I was living in Denmark and so I reached out to this one Instagram account. It was a Danish travel account that featured images from all over Denmark and it had about 13,000 followers at the time and I just said hey um, I'm an expat. I'm originally from Canada but I'm living in Denmark. I've been living here for the past eight months. In my spare time, I like to take photographs and I would love if I could take over your Instagram account and kind of show your followers around the area that I'm living in. I've been here for a while, so I'm able to give them like an insider's view, but also give them um, my perspective as an outsider because although I've been living here for almost a year, I'm still a foreigner and I think it would be really interesting if your followers could see how I view Denmark from a Canadian perspective. I didn't ask for any money in return. I simply asked if I could manage their Instagram account, post a few photos, and that was it. At this time, I didn't even have a thousand followers on my Instagram account, so I was kind of thinking that they would say no. Um, but I was actually really surprised when they emailed me back and they said that they would love to have me take over the account. They gave me one day and during that day they wanted me to post three to five photos and I think it was like three weeks away so I had plenty of time to prepare for it and what they wanted me to do was just take photos send them the photos with each caption and then they would upload it themselves so they weren't going to give me control of the account which I was totally okay with but they're going to tag me in each photo give me credit for each photo and let me post photos on their account for the day so that was a small little takeover that I did and it went really well what I noticed was because they had a loyal following already and they had over 10,000 followers, when I would use a hashtag, I would get so many likes and comments on the photo all at once, it would automatically go into the top posts. Now this is great because then other Instagrams will be able to see my post within the top post and maybe feature it. At the time though, I didn't get any features from that takeover but I did get a bunch of new followers and I was able to direct a lot of new people to follow my Instagram account. Once I had that takeover under my belt I reached out to an even bigger travel company. This one had over a hundred thousand followers on their Instagram account and what I did was I sent them my photos from my previous takeover so I could have a little case study and let them know like hey I did this takeover my photos got this many likes I had a x percentage interaction rate and um, the account was really happy with how the takeover went do you think I could take over your account and again to my surprise they said yes I don't know why I thought that everyone was going to say no uh, I just kind of had this notion that it would be really hard to get uh, an account takeover kind of like a job interview where it takes weeks and weeks of preparation and interviewing with someone that's how I viewed an account takeover but literally every person that I emailed they were thrilled at the idea and they were really excited to have some fresh new content and be able to have something new on their Instagram account.
So like I said earlier, at the time, my Instagram was more travel-based, so I was reaching out to travel Instagram accounts. So when you're looking for an account that you can take over, you want to look for accounts that are in your niche and that have the same types of followers that you want to be following your account. And don't feel scared to reach out to big accounts at all. Like I told you, um, when I reached out to that account that had 100,000 followers, I was totally expecting a no. And had they said no, it wouldn't have been a big deal at all. But they said yes. And so don't feel afraid to reach out to any account, even if you think that you're too small of an account. As long as you're able to provide value to them, I don't see why they wouldn't want to have an account takeover from you. Unless, of course, it's against their policy. When I contacted the Instagram accounts to take over, I contacted them directly through Instagram just because I felt it was easier for them to click on my profile and then see all of my work right at once. But also the thing with that is you can sometimes get lost in their message requests. So another thing that you can do is you can actually go to their website and go to their contact page and try and find someone who would be a suitable contact. When you're pitching someone to take over their Instagram account and emailing them and asking them if you can, you really want to emphasize on what you bring to the table that they wouldn't be able to get if you weren't taking over their Instagram account. With the Danish travel accounts, I really honed in on the fact that I was a Canadian, that I wasn't from Denmark, and I would be able to give a really unique perspective. It's great to have locals showing you photos, but I wanted to show people how I viewed their country and I thought that would be really interesting for them. So write down any special skills that you may have or something that sets you apart from everyone else and let them know that this is what you're bringing to the table and that they really want to have you because of A, B, and C and that you're going to bring in lots of interaction. Also take a look at the current images that are on their account. If your two accounts look totally different, they're probably going to say that they don't want to have you taking photos because you could mess up the aesthetic of their account. So if that's the case and you have totally different looking photos to them, bring that up. Let them know that yes, you have a different aesthetic, but you're able to cater your photos towards what their Instagram looks like and provide them with some examples so that they know that you are capable of taking photos that currently match the theme that they have for their feed. It would also be great to include your media kit if you have one. This is because you'll be able to show that you've worked with other companies before and that you know exactly what it takes to have a good sponsored Instagram post and that you know how hashtags work and that you know how interacting with their followers works and that you just have a good general understanding about Instagram because they're going to want someone taking over their account who knows how to handle and control all of this because what they want from you is they want something different on their account that's going to boost interaction and boost their followers. They don't want to be doing um, account takeovers out of the goodness of their hearts. You need to think that they want something out of this as well. And what does everyone want on Instagram? More exposure and more targeted followers. So if you're also able to demonstrate that your audience is someone that's going to love their account, say that. Let them know that, hey, leading up to the account takeover, I'm going to promote this for you. I'm going to post it on my story. I'm going to post it on my Instagram and I'm going to drive traffic from my Instagram over to your Instagram and you're going to benefit from this as well. You definitely want to make it seem like it's two-sided because if you're asking to take over the account and you're not giving them any any real reason for them to let you take over the account then it's just going to seem like you're taking and taking and taking and they don't want something like that they want something that's going to benefit them as well 
So let's say that you found the perfect account to take over. It's a sizable account, it has good interaction rate, and it's perfect, it's right within your niche, and you've crafted up the perfect email, and you've sent it off, and they've replied and they've said yes. So now what? Well, first you'll want to establish some rules. You'll want to figure out if you're actually going to have the password for the account, or if they're going to be posting the photos for you and you just need to email over the photos with the captions. You also want to determine how long, what the duration of the takeover is going to be. My first one that I did was just one day, and like I said, it was three to five photos that I had to provide them with. But the second one that I did was for five days, and I had to post one to three photos per day. I'm someone who likes to be prepared and if I'm not prepared, it freaks me the heck out. So what I did for my takeovers was I got all of my images ready to go a couple weeks before and made sure that I had everything that I needed. And then during the one takeover where I actually had the account, I had the password and I was logged in and managing it for them for the week, I used the Instagram story feature to add that live touch to it because I knew my photos weren't actually real time. And the reason why I just did not feel comfortable taking real-time photos and editing them and uploading them the day of was because what if it was pouring rain out and I couldn't get any good shots of what I needed. I was just way too stressed out for that. So I like to be prepared. It's totally up to you. Whatever makes you feel comfortable and whatever you're in your element doing, I was also given permission to take photos ahead of time. You might want to ask the account owner if it's okay if you take them ahead of time or if they genuinely want you to just be posting stuff that you've taken the day of, but I don't see why anyone would want that because that just leaves way more room for error, so it's always better to be more prepared than not. So a lot of planning went into my takeover. More than just taking the photos, I had them each planned out day by day and I had their captions planned out and I had hashtags planned out. I had everything planned out to the second what I was going to do. What I found to be very successful was as soon as I posted my first photo, I asked a question in it. And I asked a really easy question and it was to gain traction on the photo and to get a lot of interaction. I wanted tons of interaction with this first photo because I wanted to make sure that people were seeing my photos following it. So I asked, where's everyone from? I let them know that I'm from Canada, but I'm living in Denmark and I wanted to know where everyone was from who followed the account. I found that before I took over the account, most of the photos were generating about 20 to 40 comments per photo. Some had less, some had a bit more. But when I posted my first photo and I asked that one simple question of where everybody was from, it got almost 200 comments on it. So that was significantly more than any of the other photos. So my advice to you is to stick with a really simple question that people can answer quickly and that people want to answer. People love to tell where they've come from or what their job is. People tend to like personal questions where they can give you a bit of personality and a look into who they are. So that's my advice. Ask a really easy question. Now after I posted that first photo, I also uploaded a, a Instagram story. It was a video of me and it was me saying hi to everyone, introducing myself to them and letting them know that I had just uploaded my first photo. The reason why I put a story up and a video of my face, which I don't like doing, I don't like talking into video, I don't like seeing myself in video, but the reason I did it is because I wanted people to be able to put a face to the photos that I was putting up. 
I didn't want to just be Dana Nicole designs on Instagram. I wanted them to see Dana Nicole designs, think of my face, and then I would feel more familiar to them and then they would be more likely to go over to my account because they would just feel more of a connection with me. I think a lot of my success with the takeover came from me using the story function on Instagram because I was able to push a lot of traffic from the stories to my posts. I would do something like put a photo up and then I would put a story up uh, giving like a fun fact about something that I had just put up and then I would say hey go check out the photo that I just put up of this place. Here's a couple fun facts about it and then I would do three stories afterwards with historical facts about whatever building I had put up. Since it was a travel account I was putting pictures up of attractions and landmarks around Denmark. Another important thing to do with the takeover is to make note of the statistics of the account before you take it over and after you're finished your takeover. Jot down the number of followers that they have before you take over the account and how many they have after and then you can use stats like that to back up your work when you're pitching other companies. So during that takeover, the account grew by a couple thousand followers. So I'm able to use that to my advantage now because I can show that through the week that I was managing the account, it grew quite a bit. Now, the most exciting part of the takeover was that because this account had so many followers to begin with, when I did post a photo, and put up specific hashtags like I was explaining before. The likes shot up on it and it went straight to the top posts. Now because of that, another travel account saw one of the photos that I had taken and asked me if they could feature it on their account. To which I said, of course, I would love that as long as you give me credit, which they did and they posted it. And then from there, another account saw it and they reposted it and then another account and they reposted it and then another and another and another. One of my photos ended up going completely viral. It has been featured ever since I took over that account. It keeps getting featured. Some accounts that featured have over a million followers. Most of them have over 100,000 followers and it gives me so much traffic to my account on a continual basis. It also went viral not only on Instagram but it got picked up on Pinterest somehow and it got over 10,000 shares on Pinterest. And because of this one photo, I am constantly getting traffic to my Instagram. Now, the most unfortunate part about this all is that I am no longer a travel-based Instagram account. So when I do get people coming to my feed and just turn right around because they don't want to see a stinking flat lady, they want to see some travel photos. But it was really good at first and I still do get quite a few new followers from it. And I'm always getting tagged in photos. And I actually had one person who drew my photo by hand and sent it over to me so that was very cool. So I think the takeover along with the other Instagram growth strategies is what has made my account thrive as much as it has. It's in a very competitive niche and so it's often hard to get noticed and I think that the takeover has allowed me to get noticed. Thank you for listening to this episode of Girl Gone CEO. If you like this episode, I would love it if you left me a review. And I hope you have a wonderful and productive day. I'll see you next time. Mm-hmm.